Warning, the Grow Your Salon Fast Show contains content that may offend. The hosts don't care. If you want to grow your salon fast, keep listening and find out more at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. But for now, here's your hosts, Vagar Svanberg and Kat Smith. Welcome to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with me, the queen bitch of everything. And with me, I have the Viking, as usual, tucked in a corner with some rabbits. I can still see rabbits. Hello, Vigard. Hello. You're right. The rabbits are still here. Why are the rabbits still here? I thought that, or still there, I thought that you were getting rid of the rabbits. Well, we had someone come look at the rabbits, but they decided that the rabbits looked too much they were too like the rabbits they lost to the fox so the daughter in the family decided that she couldn't have two rabbits looking like the other two rabbits they lost what yes all rabbits have the same it's a thing they're too similar to the previous rabbits therefore don't shoot a messenger i'm just quoting what they said (laughs) (laughs) that's so did did you like shut the door and go wow those people really fucked up or did you try and persuade them that they really should take these rabbits and get over their issue of sameness? I didn't persuade them because I don't want the rabbits to end up with people who don't want them. I want the people who want and them to really want them. Or a fox, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want you to want me. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> that one? Uh, okay, so you still got rabbits. Because, so you, know, got- you know me. You know that I'm... I'm rarely needy, so that means that even though I want the rabbits to find a new home and I'd like to get my office back, I still don't want to give them away to people who can't take care of them, so I'd rather keep them myself and, you know, treat them properly than give them away. That's how I, I am. It's same. It's the same in business. If I get a yeah. disgusting customer who haggles on price or is being difficult with me, I'd rather... I'd rather I'd rather, I don't know, Get rid shut of the company down and start working in uh, a food store than uh, serve that customer. Okay. So, mm. yeah, life goals. Yeah. <laughs> Stocking shelves in a, in a supermarket. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Actually, okay. that's not too bad a job. It's undervalued. Well, I'll tell you what, it's, it's, it is undervalued, but it's a pain in the ass. I have done it as a student before. Um, mm-hmm. And usually they do it, and not so much now because sh- shops are 24 hours in some places, but it used to be the night night shift job. Mm-hmm. So when all the customers had gone home and, you know, you straighten the shelves and you restocked for the next day, and it was miserable. It was so miserable. It was mind-numbingly miserable. That's because but you're, right, you're a queen valued. and you're not used it's to true. doing minion jobs. Well, I have done my fair share of minion jobs in the past, mm-hmm. So not that precious about it, but however, I don't think I'd rather be in your job now. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna. My dad. Do you have um? Do you have um? Would fish balls mean anything to you? As not in the genitals, <laughs> but the concept of smashed fish rolled into a ball, put on a tin, uh, in sort of a, a salty water thing, uh, and sold. I know what you're talking about, but no, they're not very common. Right? Okay, but anyway, th- that's huge here. So you've got these tins right. with fish balls. And then my dad right. was young. Like the sweet- so normally what happens now is that we go to Sweden to buy food because it's, uh, well, not everyone, but some of us 
go to Sweden, live next to the Swedish border, go to Sweden to buy food. First of all, you can get, did we lose the connection? No. No, okay, you just sat there very still. No, I'm listening, I'm listening, I'm listening with very avidly about how you go to Sweden to buy we food. We go to Sweden like, to, I go buy, to, Ikea to buy Sweden, food, it's not the same. Sweden <laughs> is a member of the EU and Norway is not a member of the it's EU. Not. So uh -huh. that means we can get more, well, the food is a bit cheaper. You could also get more food, you know, um, stuff you can't get here. But anyway, okay. in the old okay. days, the Swedes came to Norway because <laughs> they could get stuff they couldn't get at home, like the fish balls. So what my dad did is that he was stacking fish balls in a small shop in the countryside next to the, right next to the Swedish border. And he carried, he told me that he stacked... I think it was three tons of fish balls every day. Oh my god! Yeah. So your dad is famous for stacking fish balls. Well, the Swedes were famous for coming and buying all the fish balls, eating them, <laughs> mm -hmm. and bread. Nice. Swedes cool. can't make bread. And bread. Really? No. Nope. So no Norwegians make better bread than the Swedish. Swedish. Mm -hmm. Yeah, the is Swedes are awful at That's making bread. A massive claim. Mm -hmm. Why do you think that is? I have no idea. But they tend to put sugar in everything. Oh, they do that here in our blend. Yeah. Sugar and bread. But they're good at other stuff, so. Oh, there's an admission. Can't, um, can't think of one single thing, but they're probably good <laughs> at something. They're good at making kit set furniture. So, Kat, we've got a shout-out to do here today. Have we? Good. Shout-out to Anne. Hi, Anne. Anne sent me an email and um, I'm sorry to say that I don't think she's listening actually. She sent me a <laughs> sad email. Shout louder, saying, shout louder. <laughs> she, she sent me a sad email saying that she can't really listen to the podcast. She really loved to because she can see my emails uh, describing the episodes every Friday. Uh, but right. she can't really listen to them because she she doesn't know the language well enough to get anything out of it. So ah, what a shame. Well, I guess you could write in the email that we did shout out to Anne. Mm -hmm. However, <laughs> uh, my Norwegian is very limited, as in <laughs> non-existent. So yes. apologies, Anne. <laughs> anyway, I, you could could go over it and and just. Uh, could, uh, we could have subtitles on mm, its audio. On the podcast. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Like we could dub it. Maybe we should do video podcasts and have subtitles on the podcast. Maybe we should. Um, I was going to talk today about about fish balls, particularly. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to talk about fish balls, but I was going to talk about, you, you mentioned something about how people, some people have things and some people don't. Mm -hmm. And when you don't have something and you need it, do you just go without it? Or do you come up with a way of getting what you need and being creative about it? Because sometimes we just continue on with our daily life and do the things that everybody else does because it's very simple. And we forget that we are in a very creative industry and that we could come up with our own ways of doing things, which would be quicker or better or economical or um, more productive than the way things are currently done. And I think what I'm talking about, I had a friend here from New Zealand just recently, and he was saying that, and this is a very generalized statement, that 
that people and kids in New Zealand now are being force-fed mash education, like like potato mash. There's no, you don't have to think about things. And New Zealand is losing its innovations. So the government, and we won't talk about the government too much, but the government closed down um, uh, cities and things for the film industry in New Zealand, which was going really well because, you know, things like Lord of the Rings and all sorts of really cool movies were coming out of New Zealand. And producers were coming there because it was a little bit cheaper for them to produce. It's got great scenery. It had great facilities. And out off the back of that, the film industry was growing because people in New Zealand were doing things like the um, the puppets for big um, for big uh, budget. They were doing the animation. So, you know, New Zealanders were learning a whole lot of different stuff and coming up with their own businesses to create this. And then it all kind of shut down and, and all those businesses are now going offshore. So they're not no longer in New Zealand, which is a real shame. It's it's actually a crying shame. Um, and so he was saying that New Zealanders are losing their innovation because they're not having to think about how to do things differently. There's a thing in New Zealand about that, you know, you should be right, mate, you can create anything with a great wire, which was the fencing wire used for sheep farms. Um, and, you know, whatever it was, come up with it. You're listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Remember to sign up for the podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com. And I think that now we follow the crowd so much. So it's like, you know, we have to do things a certain way that we forget that we are creative beings. And if we didn't have something, how would we go about about getting it? So if you had a power cut today, how would you go about keeping your business alive for the next hours? So say the power cut was for 24 hours. How would you keep your business alive for 24 hours with a power cut? Is that a question for me? Because I got a diesel power generator, so I've already thought a generator. About it. Yeah. yeah, so you're fine. <laughs> but if you had to do something without power that you currently do, how would you do it? How well, would you go about it? And the reason I was thinking about this is because I travelled recently to a country that isn't very liked on the world's, um, and it has a lot of sanctions against it. I'm not going to say where it is because I just don't think it's appropriate. But um, there's certain things that they can't do. So certain ways of using of cash flow that they can't do. So they can't take bank cards or credit cards from people because people who are, are tourists with bank cards and credit cards, you're not allowed to use them in this country because your card will be shut down. Your bank will shut you down because because of reasons. So you have to take enough <laughs> cash thing. Mm -hmm. How much cash that's going to be, and you don't know where you're going to convert it and if you do convert it, you can't bring the local currency back to your country because they won't convert it back for you. So there's this, all these problems. And when you get there, you think, oh, actually, I'd really love to buy something and it's really expensive. How do I buy buying something? Or how does that market person sell me something without being able to have you know, a credit card option available or a direct debit card option available for a big purchase? Or a checkbook, for mm -hmm. example. I know that's a bit old school available they can only take cash so they've come up with lots of different ways of being able to get the cash flow through the company to keep their businesses alive and ticking in a very very difficult um, environment and one of the ways is that they'll have a sister shop or a sister office in a different country and they'll ring that country and they'll put a credit card through over the 
So there's a big risk, obviously, to some fraud going on and what have you. But they get it done because they've thought of a different way of making it happen. And I think we've got lazy as we've become spoilt with things. Does that make sense? Am I making it makes sense? Makes sense. Yeah, we stop thinking for ourselves and just take things as the norm. And I know this is a very different podcast from what we usually talk about, but I really want to say if, for example, you didn't have power for 24 hours, what would you do? Mm-hmm. How would you make your business survive? And that's just a, it's just a random example. It could be anything. It could be if you had to come up with a way of creative way of getting people in the door tomorrow, what would you do? It is interesting. Am I allowed to get political? Uh, you always do, so go. <laughs> I think this is probably, that will probably be Norway's downfall. And I think Norway's downfall will come stem from the fact that we've, so we got the oil, sure, and we got the welfare state, which really encourages people to not do anything. Because you're yeah. safe anyway. And mm-hmm. you're not encouraged to think outside the box. And you're not forced to do anything. Because someone will be there and take care of you anyway. So that makes kids go and study, uh, you know, culture and music and stuff they can't live off. And you got that illness spreading where people can't really support themselves in the end. And they don't invent new things. And uh, tax laws makes it more beneficial for... uh, uh, so it doesn't encourage Norwegian ownership of businesses, for instance. So what happens is that businesses abroad buy Norwegian businesses before they are fully developed, for example. So values are kind of extracted from the country. It's really, um, it, it's a bit sad and it's it's a bit scary. Cause, you are cause painting you a very pleasant clearly. picture, are you? Say yeah, again. you are painting a very black picture mm. well country. i am but because i'm seeing all these effects i'm seeing it i'm seeing it amongst anything from employees to friends to other people i'm seeing the trend is going uh well things are going the wrong way but, you know it's not all black because things can change but i think the the best day for say norway would be the day that the oil fund you know was is empty that would probably be the best day in Norway because mm-hmm. that means the trend will will turn. I think Change. we need a. I think we need a proper. Yeah, I think we need hard. That, we need hard times to to continue the growth. That's a fact. Well, yeah, because then people get creative, don't they? And they get mm-hmm. innovative, and they and they actually do some work, and they start producing mm-hmm. some amazing things. We need and to produce. We made to produce. produce. Yeah, we are. Yeah. So on that political note, <laughs> what are you doing in your business to grow it? What are you doing to innovate? What are you doing to make it happen? What are you doing so that you are surviving tomorrow um, and not just living for today and seeing how many you've got in your column today and not what's happening with your future? Um, mm-hmm. And it's a tough one because it's quite hard to sit and think. But here's the thing this morning. One of the things that a lot of people say is when they're not in the situation that they're currently in um, and they take themselves out of it and do absolutely nothing or they have a complete break from the environment, they come up with some amazing ideas. They have time to think. So when I was writing my book, I took myself off to a hotel just for a day. It wasn't, I didn't stay overnight or anything. Um, And I sat and wrote in a different environment. I've heard 
podcast this morning saying the exactly same thing. They took themselves off on a retreat for a week. They wrote their book in the week. That was it. I've heard someone else say they did the same. They went to a hotel for three days. That's all they did was so I'm talking about book writing because that's the podcast I was listening to. But it's the same thing applies. Mm-hmm. If you take yourself out of the situation you're currently in, um, you can think much more clearly about what's going on because you're not dealing with the day-to-day stuff. Oh, yeah. And and everybody has that luxury. So you can't turn around and say to me, oh, well, I don't have the luxury of walking out of my business for a day or a week. You do. Um, in fact, it's almost imperative that you do. Otherwise, you may not have a business to continue it. So it's true. you have to make the time to do that. Have it's you true. found that? Have you found that in your business? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm... That's why I'm, I've been set out numerous times before. That's why I spend three uh, days a week in my home office. That's the time I can and use to plan the thing. Well, well, I do. I use that time as I wish, but I normally use it for planning. I, I do loads of stuff, of course, but I can take the time I need to plan. I can go work out if I need that. I could go for a trip with the dog if I need to do that. And whilst I'm walking the dog, I'm thinking about some sort of problem in the business. So it's a win-win. I get my my brain jogged and I get my dog uh, walked and <laughs> I can combine yeah, loads of things. Um, but that's a that's a deliberate thing I built my business that way because I wanted it that way and I do I do realize the fact that many people think they can't take time off the business because they got the busy all day serving the customers and if you find yourself in that situation you probably would like to um, fix that as soon as possible because whilst you're in that position whilst you're you're having that problem you can't really innovate because all you spending time on is, is serving your clients rather than building the business working on the business as we say sometimes exactly and if you can take an hour out of your business to do so what i suggest is you get on the phone or on the whatever we used to do our meeting with you um spend an hour talking to vigard or myself about your business and what you want from it and what you're stuck with and let's come up with a solution and to do that, all you need to do is get on to the link www.thegrowyourselonfastshow.com forward slash start and choose from the menu who you'd like to speak to. <laughs> from the menu, we've got a selection of 25 different people you could talk to. Oh, <laughs> menu? No. There's two. <laughs> There's two on the menu. It's Kat or me. <laughs> you yeah. could probably have us both as well if you prefer that. <laughs> Ooh, but not at the same time. Um, and uh, and get yourself out of that creative rut. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's all I have to say on the topic. Yep. And we've fixed the world world uh, political problems at the same time. It's not hard, is God, it? This podcast is great. <laughs> this is mm-hmm. such a great podcast. Yeah. I will send. So I will send a copy next? of. I will send a copy of this episode to the prime minister in Norway. Oh yeah, I'll send one to New Zealand. That's what she says. Excellent. See you next week. Ciao. You've been listening to the Grow Your Salon Fast Show with Kat and Vagard. Share and sign up for your podcast updates and special bonuses at www.thegrowyoursalonfastshow.com.